Hello everyone, my name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we have the cast of the Mysterious Benedict Society, which is a show about four gifted orphans who are recruited by an eccentric benefactor to go on a secret mission. However, this season, it takes it on a whole new level. So to start us off, here's Mystic Insko and Marta Kessler. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to see you. <laughs> um, I'm just going to jump right in. So season one was so much fun. I love both of your characters. Season two is like enormous. It's like on a huge global scale. I know you guys moved from Canada to L.A., so can you guys talk about, for both of you, what it was like jumping back into your characters and then also going into this global world and filming in a completely different location? It was great going back into my character. Rainy has definitely grown more confident. And, you know, seeing him with Miss Paramol, he's found a family finally. And it was really great filming on location. We were on location most of the time. We went to a bunch of different places. And I'm really excited for people to see all the different settings we go and Marta how was it with for you kind of jumping in again I love your character she's so cute (laughs) thank you um yeah it was really fun to reunite and to see everybody again it was really nice to film in LA because I've only been to LA before one time when I was auditioning for the Mysterious Bendix Society and I really really liked this season and um it was so much fun to meet the new cast I mean, the new crew, but yeah, uh, I love the cast. And it's so funny that they put they put the two of you together. I just find it so hilarious because your characters like Rainy and Constance couldn't be further <laughs> from, you know, um, having commonalities. But yet they do, you know, and they all find a way to work together. But it's just funny that they paired the two of you guys together. Um, you know, I feel like Rainy so sweet and then constant is so sweet but very blunt and in your face so they're like just very different um but what was it like uh also like in terms of the global scale you guys were very nuclear in season one right so you're all together 24 7 all these episodes in this season much more spread out and you know you literally are starting off like on a run i mean like you're going right into a ship right into like the world so in terms of acting was that difficult for both of you to kind of wrap your head around like, okay, so we're not just all together in this little space. We're now going to be traveling all over the place. I need to stay in character. I need to do. So like, was there different prep for you guys coming into the season versus last season? Not too much. Not really. Uh, I'm kind of similar to Rainy, but I am different. Um, So, but I didn't really change the way I got into character too much. So it was easy for you to kind of just jump right back into it. Yeah, I guess. And then how was it for you, Marta? Was it like easy or difficult to kind of jump back in after season uh, one? I'm not really similar to Constance, but I just really got used to Constance and it was easy for me to jump back in, I think. And do you guys like, you know, they show so much of how it's so great to be different, right? And all of you are so different. And all of those differences are strengths because all of you bring out something and you solve all these things together. So, you know, a lot of kids and, you know, even adults that watch the show look up to you guys because you're showing that it's okay to be different. It's okay to have these special things about you. So what does it mean to you for like fans that are so excited for the season that look up to both of your characters and, 
embrace kind of like the weird, right? Or embrace the different. Um, what does that mean for both of you? It means a lot to me because, um, you know, I think it's really important to be unique. It's really important to be yourself. And also, like, you don't need, like, a cape. You don't need superpowers to be a hero. You just need to be yourself. And then what do you guys, Um, I guess I'll ask for both of you, my final question, what are you hoping fans get out of season two? Because it's so good. I'm so excited for people to see it. You guys are great in it. Um, well, what I'm excited uh, for the fans to see is um, how Constance changed uh, in season two. I think that would be interesting. And unexpected turns, of course, uh, in our script and um, also how everybody changed and how we reunite. I'm excited for people to see um, how we explore the true meaning of happiness because Dr. Curtin's latest like nefarious plan is to make artificial happiness for everyone. Um, I think it's really important for you to find your own happiness. And I think that's something we build upon. Well, I want to thank you guys so much because it's so good. And I mean, I was like, how are they going to top season one? And you guys just, I mean, you nailed it. I was like in uh, for all three episodes they gave us. And I'm so excited. Fans are going to freak out. It's so good. And just congratulations. Up next are executive producers and creators, Phil Hay and Matt Manfredi. Hi, Phil. Hi, Matt. It's nice Hi, to meet you. Hi, Monica. Nice to meet you. So I wanted to ask you, you know, season one was such a hit. Obviously, there's a book to work with, right? Some material to adapt. For season two, I was like, where are we going to go? Like, how, what are they going to do? And we literally start off and I feel like it's just running. And you guys did such a great job of doing kind of like a quick update, <laughs> a little joke about how they look older, right? But, and then <laughs> right into adventure. So what like happens in the process of that in between season one and two to come up with how you're going to kind of lead audience into season two. Well, the kids grew, <laughs> um, but I think, you know, what's important to us as, you know, we're kind of like stewards of these, of these characters that, that Trent and Least were created. And then we got to expand upon on in these shows. And, you know, I feel, we feel like they earned some happiness at the end. They went through a lot last season. And so we we wanted to sh sh we wanted to have them sitting in that for a second, but still have some energy that propels us into the the second season. So that was the that was what we talked about in creating that opening sequence. And then, um, you know, you guys did it in such a great way because it was a quick like montage, and you were like, "Oh, the, these are where all the characters are," and then bringing them all together in a very believable way that they want to just you know again save the world like it's just in them to kind of save people yeah. so for both of you again what was it like you know now we're on a much larger scale you know we're going kind of global where it was very you know secular and like nuclear in season yeah. one so how does that change things for you guys in terms of production getting them ready figuring out the storyline all of those kind of things yeah it's it's very it is very different because it really you know just in terms of the shooting there's a there's a locations that are you know a lot more locations um we moved the show from vancouver to los angeles so it's a different look um and in terms of the story it really um leans on i realize we realized right away that what we really want is these kids to really be together as a family and any challenge to that is the thing that we're most worried about as opposed to yes Global domination is terrifying. Nobody wants to see the bad guy to win. And it seems like he's kind of somehow won at the beginning of the season. But the threat to the family and to their bonds together and and um, 
which is why we started them apart. And I think Benedict in the story, the reason he wants to bring them together on this collaborative journey um, of the scavenger hunt, which then turns into a mission, is because he feels that they need to, it's important for them to be together and it's important for them to reconnect. So that was kind of emotionally what was underpinning that journey uh, from the start. And I love that so much too, because you do fall in love with them. And you, I mean, all of season one, they're together, right? So like you yeah. do fall in love with them, but it wouldn't be believable to not see where they've been, right? So obviously they yeah. all have to separate, but the idea that they come back and there's not even like, a, there's a, one slight hesitation, maybe you could argue from Kate, but in reality, they all just jump on board instantly and they're right back in their spots and they're just right back in like the love again. And you're just like, oh, the family's back together. The gang's off to do their next thing. So yeah. I really think that you guys like pulled it off so well in terms oh. of setting it up for season cool. two. Cool. Thank you. I mean, it's I think like they all kind of got what they wanted at the end of season one. But at the same time, they miss the adventure. No one wants to be in mortal peril. <laughs> but you know they missed they missed the other parts of it. You know they missed the, the 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 solving the problems together. The you know all the running around like they you know so so there is like there's a push pull to their happiness. And they're also very um, one of the themes this year is the theme of how once you found your family how do you how do you exist in that family? What do you, how do you treat the other people in your family? What are the responsibilities? And I think. They've, they're all very independent characters. That's how, before we met them, that's how they survived in the world is to be really self-reliant in each in their own way. And now they really are a group and they have to figure out how to keep that sense of self-reliance, but also, you know, exist within a family. And how does that work? And I'll just end with what are you guys hoping fans will see or are looking forward to for the season? I hope that they are... Um, really excited as we were to be reunited with these characters and to see how they've grown and changed. And that includes the adult characters. So I think we, um, uh, they have an opportunity to go on their own weird journeys during this season as well. Um, and I just feel, I hope that they are, you know, can kind of, once again, like we love it when people want to talk about the ideas of the show and want to talk about, um, you know, what it's really about. And I think this season we are really, exploring the idea of what it means to be happy and is that someone something anyone else can provide or does it have to come from you and that's sort of I hope that people kind of find that as interesting as we did yeah and I think I think once again we're hoping that people take away the idea that like the stuff that makes you different is actually this is is the is is not a is not a minus it's the stuff that's going to help you save the world well I want to thank you guys so much you do such a good job I'm so excited thank you um you guys are just amazing. So I just want to thank you guys so much and congratulations. Thank Thanks, you. Monica. I appreciate it so much. Up next is Gia Sandu and Mamia Boafour. Hi, how are you, both of you? Good, thank Hi. you. So last season, we saw, we definitely saw Rhonda a lot more, but we didn't really see the adults as much, right? We saw a lot of the kids. This season, it's almost like the adults are kind of getting involved a little bit into the action and the adventure. So I wanted to know what it felt like for you guys to kind of be, especially in the first episode for the season, to kind of be chasing the kids and now involved in a little bit of an adventure yourselves. I think it's um, shocking <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> to discover that the children are suddenly missing. Um, and then I think as, as that progresses and as we start looking for them, um, it 
we kind of end up with this really interesting dynamic and bond between between the three adults uh, where, you know, I, certainly Miss Paramal is getting to know Rhonda and Milligan, who she didn't know at all um, in season one, and finding a lot of commonalities between them that, you know, may not have been obvious at first sight. Uh, certainly they've all become parent figures all of a sudden. And uh, I think that that's, that's, you know, speaking about that and being able to um, share experiences regarding that is, is powerful and is, is, is bonding. And what does it feel like, um, you know, and I can ask both of you, I guess this, in terms of that experience of feeling like you're now kind of all parents collectively for these kids, and you're also working with younger actors, right? And so is there like a parallel for both of you in terms of acting, but also yet you are older and kind of like mentors for them? Well, I think, you know, we, we met the kids two years ago now, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of built a relationship with them. And, you know, like we were, we're, they're growing up and yeah, you know, you have this kind of attachment to them now, you know, um, while respecting the relationship they have with their parents, because their parents are on set as well. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you care, you, well, this, this production, this cast is one that for me, I care about everyone on the cast. And so to be able to see these kids and, and see them grow and, you know, know that after they learning, they say all these lines, they have school to go to. Yeah. You, you have, um, um, a, a nurturing, um, um, protective, um, sensation a feeling for them you know you 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 want to make sure you're rooting for them you know as as human beings as actors you know for their characters as well on set so yeah there's there's this emotional um bond that has been created just because of who these specific actors and these kids are you know we've obviously gotten to see a couple of episodes we don't know what the rest of the season will bring so of course you're going to get asked this all day but what can you kind of tease or tell us about the rest of the season we're so happy to see you guys back and it's so fun that we're like starting off right away into a new adventure so um what can you kind of tease it, it's i <laughs> it's exactly that it's a, it's a big adventure and it happens on different levels and um, I think what's unique about this season is that it's, you know, a, a global adventure. Um, and I mean, beyond that, I, I'm not sure what else I can say, really. I, I echo what Gia said, because she said it all without saying it. <laughs> I know it's hard to give it a, like to say anything without giving away. <laughs> so it's difficult. Well, I know fans are super excited and, um, I'll just end with, is there anything that you want to tell fans that have been like dying to see the new season? Yeah. Hopefully it's worth the wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and thank you for waiting. Here's Seth Carr and Emmy Dialavera. Hi, how are you? Great. Um, so last season was so much fun. It was so fun watching you guys kind of go through all the puzzles and kind of solve everything and like save the world basically um this season we start right away I mean literally we kind of do a quick catch-up of where you guys have been and then you're all pulled together and are on your next adventure so what was it like reading kind of the script for season two starting out to find out you're going to kind of be traveling all over the world and entering a new adventure uh it was definitely exciting to figure out what we were going to be doing uh I couldn't wait to start, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, definitely excited. Yeah, how's it for you? 
it was cool reading the new new script. It was it had been so long since the first season, so just getting to um, getting to get back into the role was. And, and getting to see everyone again was really awesome. And how was it? I love that there's like a cute line in the first episode about how you guys all look different, right? Because you guys are older and it's filmed and kind of aired different times. So what was it like? I guess I'll start with Seth. What was it like for you coming back, re-entering that character and then also having to memorize all the stuff that he said? Because you're just on the go with those the lines. I mean, it's crazy. It was, to be honest, it wasn't that hard. Um, because of we've already been like filming this it's just it's like the first season we had to discover a base now we know the base and we're just adding on to it so to lock into that character wasn't that hard but i do have to say uh, the words this season definitely were a challenge (laughs) it's a lot i'm always like how does he do that um, Emmy, for you, what was so great was that all of us were like shocked last season with Ryan Hurst's character, obviously, with um, finding out Mill and that you guys are related. And then there was all these questions. We were all so much drama. And then we come back and we get to see you guys kind of together. And it's really cute. And then you leave him. So what was it like for you playing off that? Because we, you kind of didn't in season one. There were hints. But how was it working with Ryan, playing off all of that stuff together, having that relationship, and then for Kate having to leave? It was really cool. I mean, Ryan is such a good actor. Um, so it was really fun getting to work with him again. Their relationship is sort of a tricky thing because it's they want to be kind of like, like he's her dad. They kind mm-hmm. of want to have that relationship, but Kate's never really had something like that before. And then Milligan sort of lost all his memory, so they don't really know how to make it work but I think it's I think it is actually really really cute um just like watching them um figuring it out and and growing and then like learning together it's they 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 talk about it more later into the season and it's I think it might be one of my favorite parts yeah I love it I love and I love how cute you guys talk with each other too it's almost like they have their own language together because they're kind of like learning so you guys do such a great job of playing off of that and the lack of memories that you both have and it's it's really I mean you guys just do such a great job um so I guess I'll just end with for both of you we've all been waiting so long you guys did such a good job in season one season two literally starts off I feel like running I mean like we're just taking off heading on a boat and like just going so for both of you what are you excited for fans to see and what would you like to tease about the upcoming season i'm definitely excited for fans to see uh, the growth within all the characters not just one and the tease of don't judge a book by its cover i um i think that my thing that i think that fans are gonna really like to see is the it's all there are so many cool new characters this season that we get introduced to and then there there are some characters from last season that maybe we'll see again and it's it's really cool I think um like watching like us meeting these new characters how we interact there are are so many new dynamics in the show um and like with me and Milligan too so yeah and my my tease was in my answer (laughs) it was there it was there and finally here's executive producers and showrunners 
Darren Swimmer, and Todd Slapkin. So nice to meet you guys. I'm so excited. Um, season one was so good. And I was oh, like, what you. are they gonna do? How are they gonna like top this season? And you guys just nailed it. Starting off with like even like the first episode in the first five minutes, I was just I had a huge smile on my face. Aww. So I wanted to ask you guys, what were the challenges from ending in season one to starting in season two, trying to kind of figure out what you were gonna take these kids on? Well, um, we were kind of we we had a starting point of the books. So book two has them traveling on this scavenger hunt through Europe and, you know, to find Mr. Benedict number two, who've been kidnapped. And that was a great backdrop to, to do a season two, even though we sort of add stuff to that concept of the, that was in the book. Um, but, you know, it was, it was, it was, there was a bit of like, how are we going to be able to produce this? You know, cause it's a lot more than we did in season one, but it, you know, by having to live up to that challenge, I think that, you know, it, it gives the episode, the episodes so much scope um, and there's new settings and new locations just about every episode so being able to pull that off was a challenge and I think that we did so it, it, it's going to be a fun season for viewers I think. yeah it was season one was definitely nuclear and the fact that they were kind of all together and there was like limited kind of places and this goes on like a global huge scale and I know you have like the you know the material to work with which is great but you guys do such a great like next layer on it um even in the first episode i mean like i saw the first three but i don't want to give too much away so even in the first episode where we kind of catch up with them and you guys did a great montage really quickly of seeing them and then there's this beautiful moment where like there's like a joke of how they look older and then it's like the whole family comes back together so what was it like kind of writing that working on it and then like seeing it you know happen it was really special. It was very organic. That first episode came together pretty quickly, like in the writer's room. It, you know, there was, it just felt right. And, and like Darren said, we have those signposts, but we really wanted to embrace the fact that they're a year older and not write it. So, you know, write it like you look weird and gangly since Constance, you know, and the boys being kind of awkward and their voices like that. They came to it with all that. So it was really great. And seeing the kids, I'll never forget showing up on set and there they were. And it was like, oh, we're home again, you know, and they're just kids. And they were so excited to come back and to be in Los Angeles, you know, which is a, which is a huge thing. I should add one of the challenges is we shot in Canada season one, season two was, was, um, was LA and a whole new crew, none of the same department heads. So new production designer, new DP. So the challenge, how do we maintain the look and that cool vibe with all different artists. And I'm so glad that you dug it because that means the world, uh, you're a fan, it, it was that seamless transition. You're like, it's just, it's even bigger now that that speaks, you know, speaks the world for us. Thank you. Yeah, I literally had a huge smile because <laughs> it was so nice to see, you know, because some shows like they try to pretend like, oh, they're still little, right. but it was like the cute line in there like that you guys threw in right away. I started laughing right away. And then it was just so nice to see them all together. They don't hesitate. They jump right back in. It's believable. You understand why they're doing it. And it's just like another adventure. And now we're on like a whole world of fun. So I like literally I like had the largest spot when it started. And I just had the whole all three episodes that they gave us. Um, but I want to ask for both of you. 
you know, fans get out of it this season. There's so much love in the show in terms of being different, being accepted, having a family that might not be your blood family necessarily, um, you know, disconnection with a father and a, a daughter. There's just so much going on that that layers on top of the adventure. So what are you hoping that fans get out of season two? Because it's just so fun and like exciting. I mean, I think you touched on that, all of that, you know, <laughs> and and I the the little through line that we have of finding out what the true meaning of happiness is. And is it something that you can just magically kind of wave your hands and have um, if if there's some promise that you will be you know, happy for the rest of your life. If you just do this one little easy thing, you know, maybe you should think if that's really true happiness or if it's some kind of artificial thing that that doesn't, you know, have all of our emotions. Um, so that's like a, a little runner that we have, the little theme that we have through this season. And, and for me, I would say, you know, it's okay to be weird. In fact, it's great to be weird because Rennie Muldoon was bullied as a kid and you can find that like-minded person out there who's just as weird as you are. And, you know, this is a thread that's in all of our work, Darren and, Darren and my work, in all of our shows. Fly your freak flag. It's your biggest, it's your biggest um, attribute and it makes you different and being different is better than being the status quo. And I, and I, I just think, that's why we love this show so much and writing these characters. It's a gift to write characters like that, move people and get letters from parents that say, thank you. Finally, my kid's a little off and he loves your show, you know, because there's kids like him. And, and that's that's just a beautiful thing. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of the Mysterious Benedict Society talk about what fans can expect for its upcoming season. Season two will premiere on October 26th on Disney Plus. So make sure you go ahead and stream and don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.